Hello, and welcome to the Traffic and Leads Podcast, where the solution to your slow growth is just one click away. Online marketing expert, Lindsay Anderson, known internationally as One Click Lindsay, and her dedicated online marketing specialists at trafficandleads.com know that today's growing businesses thrive on targeted website traffic that converts into leads with just one click. Whether your business is struggling right now or your thriving business needs even more fuel for growth, you've come to the right place. So sit back and get ready to learn how to grow your business one click at a time. Please welcome your host of the Traffic and Leads podcast, One Click Lindsay. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Traffic and Leads podcast. I am your host, One Click Lindsay. And on today's episode, we have an internet marketer extraordinaire, and I'm sure you've heard of him. If not, you will today. His name is Jeff Bullis. He is a blogger, author, strategist, and speaker who works with companies and executives to optimize their online personal and company brands with digital content and social media marketing. Let me tell you why Jeff is the real deal. He is on so many lists. I'll only mention a few right now. He was listed in the top 50 social media power influencers of 2013 on Forbes.com. He's been published in the New York Times. He has done so many things. Let me also mention he has just written an actionable and inspiring book called Blogging the Smart Way, How to Create and Market a Killer Blog with Social Media. And that is exactly what we will be talking uh, to miss, with Mr. Jeff today about. But let me tell you one more awesome stat about Jeff. He has over, this is what has been reported, Jeff, 4 million page views per year on your blog. Have I about summed it up, Jeff? You've done a very good job, Lindsay, and uh, thank you for um, dropping by. Sure. Well, I really appreciate you letting us uh, letting us ask you a few questions on how you achieved such amazing traffic to your website. So can you give us the lowdown, all of the secrets, and how I can go out and do this today? Uh, you won't be able to do it today. <laughs> okay. Uh, but... Uh, if you're willing to persist, uh, you can. So, yeah, I, it's been an interesting journey. I sort of started a blog build on a passionate interest in social media, and I just loved the ability of social media to reach the world from your own home office or from your uh, coffee table, wherever you were. So it's a democratization of publishing and marketing, and that's that really excited me when I first logged onto social media. And I also saw how many people were obsessed with this uh, new medium that allowed them to uh, have their voice heard. So yeah, that's where it all started from, is this sort of innate curiosity about the power of social media. And that's where I started the blog on was about social media. That's awesome. So correct me if I'm wrong, but you were actually laid off at the time when you started your blog and you were just kind of like blogging to get your thoughts out. Is that true? Yeah, I was unemployed at the time and uh, I had time on my hands and I done a lot of reading, online research, and uh, I read Tim Ferriss's book, The 4-Hour Work Week, which sort of gave me a bit of an inkling of the type of, I suppose, lifestyle you could create built around an online brand. And I went, that's interesting. Then David Mim and Scott's book, The New Rules of Marketing and PR, which sort of opened up my eyes to the role of content to attract people to you. And social media was there at that time too. So, And then on top of that, I was reading a blog post by HubSpot and it said, if you have an inkling of what you want to write about, just start a blog. So I, I decided to do that and I was yeah, unemployed at the time. And uh, we just started writing about social media and my observations and sharing other people's information. And that's where it all started from. That's awesome. So um, so you start writing. Were you SEOing your blog? Do you care about SEO or are you ma- mainly doing Twitter? 
What, what's next? Okay, when I started, uh, I wasn't doing many things right, but one thing I did get right was using Twitter to get my content out there. So uh, very shortly after joining Twitter, when I started my blog, I started sending out tweets with links to my blog posts and because I, I discovered that this was such an easy way to get my links to my blog posts actually in front of people. So I decided to grow my Twitter tribe, if you like, and that uh, is something that I have pursued ever since day one. And I would, for me, Twitter's very often underestimated. And I use Twitter in a very different way to many people. I automated it early so I could get my content out there. Um, I also used it to uh, you know, tweet regularly. I tweet every 15 minutes. So what I did with Twitter from early on was, I suppose, the social media purists didn't like what I was doing because they thought that social media should be all done manually. And I disputed that and uh, found that it worked. So today I've got about 400,000 Twitter followers and it just gives me huge distribution without paying anyone. And that tactics work quite well because Facebook's wound back. It's organic reach. So if you know, if you post something on Facebook, hardly anyone sees it. You've got to pay to get that attention. Whereas Twitter's not that way at the moment. We'll see how that unfolds as uh, social media, almost all the channels, I think over time will become potentially all pay-to-play channels, which is against, which basically <laughs> going right against what uh, really excited me about social media early on. It was free, but uh, mm. yeah. So that's, for, for me, Twitter was just a huge channel and still is today. It's about, I would say, 60 to 70% of all my traffic from social uh, comes from Twitter. And, uh, but I, that was my first thing. And then I learned to optimize. And then I learned to build my email list uh, further on down the track once I'd started. So I wasn't trying to do everything from day one. It was just focusing on some key things that seemed to make a difference and then really hammer those and then work on the other things over time. So today I basically get over 50% of my traffic comes from search engines organically, which is nearly twice as much as I get from social. So uh, social media is great, but don't forget the others. Do you do your own SEO or do you outsource that? Uh, I've done most of my own by uh, just optimizing my blog posts for keywords. I also create what I call long form content. In other words, I become my goal is to continue to be a resource in social media and digital marketing and content marketing so that people link to me and that builds my online SEO authority as I grow my inbound links. That's awesome. Let's go back to Twitter real quick. So how often, so like you write a new blog post, how often are you tweeting that bad boy? That first blog post on the first day goes out about, I'd say six to seven times. On that day? On that day. And then after that, then it's put into a recurring tweet bucket on social oomph. And that then is, that tweet then is shared every six days after that. So I, I give it a fair bit of attention the first day. So it's tweeted every two to four hours. And then also I include an image with that. So I found that images are just increasing sharing dramatically. I'm talking, you know, two or three hundred percent increase in sharing. So we and I test the images too. So we might put up three different images with that tweet. So we do tweet one with an image, tweet two with another image, tweet three with a third image. We'll see which image works the best, and that one becomes the recurring tweet. Because because the recurring tweet that, that means that that recurring tweet could get two to three hundred percent more traffic just by our I suppose, not A-B split testing, but just testing which images resonate and and drive the most sharing. Now, I know a man like yourself, you're not out there searching Twitter for the best people to follow or anything. I know you have tools to to build your Twitter following. Tell us your secret tools. The best tool I've found is Tweepy, T-W-E-E-P-I.com. 
you will need to get the paid version, but it's not very expensive. I think it's about $20-odd US. And I very, very simple tactic. I just go to all the people that are in the ecosystem that I play in globally, like it might be content, other content marketers on Twitter, other bloggers on Twitter, other social media marketers on Twitter, and I then use Tweepy to identify who their followers are and then follow their followers because that's a qualified list. Those people are following those people because they're interested in social media, for example. So that means that I am, and we know that the law of reciprocation exists and we see it on Facebook, it happens on Twitter as well. Someone follows you, you go, why is that person following me? Let's check them out. And, we'll follow, and uh, they go, oh, that's Jeff. Oh, his profile's interesting. Um, oh, he's got some great content. Uh, I'll follow him. So what happens is reciprocation principle that is very human uh, drives people following you back. It's very simple, but it works. And then you've got a qualified list. So that is just one simple tactic I found to really uh, increase my Twitter following. And it's something I still use today. And uh, so I get about sixteen to 17,000 new Twitter followers a month, some organically wow. and some by doing that tactic. That's really, that's a super good secret. Thank you. So it sounds like you would um, give Twitter a lot of credit for your initial following. So for new bloggers and stuff like that, you would definitely be like, you must do Twitter, would you say? Oh, absolutely. It's been my secret source from day one. Wow. Um, so I would put using Twitter well and how, and how I believe it should be used if you really want to get, you know, break through the noise and clutter online. So from day one, it's been my uh, biggest secret weapon to uh, basically get noticed. And people just think that Twitter is just, you know, it's a simple tweet. This is where I am. I'm having breakfast or I'm doing this or I'm taking a selfie from the stage while doing a keynote or something. That's just the start. In other words, Twitter is great for what I call top of the funnel, sales funnel, brand awareness. You don't use Twitter necessarily for selling, but it's just creating that brand awareness about who you are and what you do at the top of the funnel. And then the other tactics all come into play, contents, then your next step after awareness to get that engagement. And then, of course, you're going to convert that engagement and attention into leads and sales. And that's the email and the sales piece. So Twitter's top of funnel, really important there. And don't just think that Twitter is just a superficial tool. It's You've got to get noticed first and then the rest happens after that. That makes sense. So um, so it sounds like you have a lot of your Twitter processes in a process, like you're not doing it. Do you spend time uh, tweeting to people and, and interacting out on Twitter a day? Like how much time do you spend? Uh, I will pop into my Twitter stream to see if there's anyone asking any questions that need to be answered. Uh, but I, I automate a lot of the content sharing. Because I don't believe that, you know, I, I call it automate the content distribution, but don't automate the conversation. So the reality is that I don't use, I don't go and do a lot of manual tweeting except to answer questions. And I'll dive in and dive out. So I would say I only spend about uh, 15 minutes to 30 minutes a day. And then my tools take over the rest. And that saves me about 110 to 120 hours a month. Because I do know a lot of people um, just going to Twitter and tweet manually all the time. Well, you know what, I've, I've actually got other things I need to do apart from tweeting. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, that might sound strange to some people. But yeah, I, I do have a life. And I don't tweet <laughs> all the time. So okay. yeah, things like exercise and you know, 
catching family. up with other people and yeah, family and uh, and you know, creating premium content. So I've just launched a, a blogging course on Udemy. So yeah, you know, tell us, about, tell me about that. Yeah, I wrote a one created a one day seminar or yeah, one day seminar actually a year, about eighteen months ago, and I decided to turn that into an online course. And we've just launched that on Udemy. It's uh, about fifty two five minute video lectures uh, with exercises, about four to five hours of video. So it's basically the distillation of what I've learned about how to create um, a global brand with your blog as your portal and online platform. So does this does this shadow your your book, How to uh, Blogging the Smart Way? Is it similar? Content? Oh, yes. Yeah. Uh, this one's basically the latest version. So Blogging the Smart Way is initially about the two most important steps that you've got to achieve um, as an online entrepreneur or as a blogger. And number one, and I'll break this into three steps. Number one, you need to get traffic, all right? And the book touches on how to get traffic. Number two, after that traffic, after you've got people's attention, then you need to actually engage them. And that's your content. So that's where writing great content becomes really important. So first is traffic, next is engagement through your content. And the last piece, and this is where I think a lot of bloggers and a lot of social media and content marketers break down because they're distracted by the shiny toy that's all about vanity metrics. The last piece, you can do the first two right, traffic and engagement, but if you don't do the last one, then they're just noise because you're not converting that traffic and engagement into leads and sales. So the last piece is conversion. You've got to convert that attention into leads and sales because you know if you want to be a full-time blogger, you've got to be making money. And a lot of social media marketers are all about, you know, the vanity metrics, traffic, all about sharing. That's great, but you've got to convert that into leads and sales. And uh, the blogging course covers that whole spectrum. Um, my blogging smart way spends more time on the first two. So it's it's an evolution of what I've learned along the way in terms of turning a passionate project or hobby into a lifestyle and, and a business. So tell me why you decided to launch the course on Udemy instead of, or maybe you did also launch it just privately to your list. Do you do both? Um, I just did it with Udemy first because I, they approached me as an influencer because they didn't have any blogging courses and said, would you do one and we'll awesome. help you? So I said, okay, that'll give me a different audience. And and Udemy are pretty switched on in terms of their education, uh, online education tactics, because they, they've got a lot of metrics, they do a lot of testing, so they know what works and what doesn't, you know, what length of videos you should have. I went, it'd be great to work with those guys and just see uh, what, I suppose, best case scenario would be in terms of developing a course. So I've, I've worked in conjunction with Udemy to launch that and... Uh, that's been quite revealing and also a lot of fun. I've learned a lot of things along the way about how to create video that has good audio. That was a bit frustrating. But when you work with someone that really understands what they're doing, that's you don't have to reinvent the world. You really need to work with people that really have been there before you and you know, learn from them. So model what they do. So working with Udemy has been really good to uh, get my course launched and we're in the middle of developing some other courses now so and that's awesome how many how much is this course on Udemy um $197 very nice yeah um wow well that is a ton of info right there let's uh let's change topics a little bit to back to search engine optimization so are you you said you'll you'll do it on your own did you like just learn the whole SEO tactics do you have like Yoast SEO plugin on your website and you just make all the buttons turn green how are you SEOing all of your blog posts um, Yoast is uh, the plugin that I use and uh, it's very simple to use uh, like you said you just uh, make sure that you get 
all the green lights turned on. <laughs> yeah. And uh, once you've got that done, you hit publish. So that's, you know. That's what you do. How do you yeah. pick your keyword that your blog post is about? Um, I, just, I just look at, I suppose, 25 to 50 different keywords or phrases. I suppose long tail, so three to five word phrases could be one of the ones I rank well for is social media facts. Uh, oh. of, so I rank, I think, one and two on that globally. That brings me between, I think, twenty to 30,000 hits to my blog uh, every month. That so, is awesome. Which is pretty cool. You know, that's free and uh, we just keep optimizing. So I, I really don't overcomplicate my SEO. I really don't. A lot of people can go and spend big bucks on SEO. And yeah, if, if you really don't, and I, I suppose I'm self-taught. It doesn't mean I wouldn't call myself an expert, but I know enough about search engine optimization to uh, make it work well for me. And uh, yeah, we might bring in some more experts down the track to really get it fine-tuned. But, you know, I work very much on the 80-20 rule. You know, 20% of your activities will generate 80% of your results, whether that's income or whether that's, you know, traffic. It's the same deal. Right. So let's talk about other social media channels. Uh, Obviously, you're in love with Twitter. Uh, Talk to me about the rest of them, your other favorites, if there are any. Uh, There are. uh, One I use, which people haven't heard about, which is sort of publishing slash social network in a way, it's Flipboard. Uh Uh, Flipboard is a been around about, I think, five years or so, might even be six uh, you can take your content and flip it into Flipboard. It presents your blog posts in a really beautiful way visually. Um, I can get more traffic from that than Facebook quite often because it just puts my content in a different way because the strategy I use with my content and social is to be ubiquitous. And that's a big word, but it just means being everywhere. And that's really important, for, I think, for people to understand. It doesn't mean go and be on every social network. Facebook, I do pay attention to, but I because organically now it does hardly anything. It's really is become pay to play. And I've just in the middle of setting up a whole retargeting setup for Facebook so I can target people based on content that they have viewed on my blog when I launch Facebook advertising. But I would not be doing Facebook advertising until I've got my measurement nailed, which in other words, don't pay for traffic unless you can measure to see that you actually, if you pay $10, you don't want to be losing, only making $5. Otherwise, just going to go out the back door. Right. Uh, so Facebook is pay passing attention to it, but I don't focus too much on it. But that will be a very much a paid strategy in the next month or two. The other ones I do are SlideShare, which is great for B two B bloggers. Do you put all your blog posts into SlideShare? No, I don't. I just pick. I just put some key presentations up there. Not all of them. Just uh, mm-hmm. and so we've got. I've had about one point seven million views on SlideShare over the. Oh, over that's the years. it. I'm kidding. (laughs) And what else do I use? Uh, I use a little bit of YouTube, not a lot. Uh, I also use uh, Google Plus, but that really never has generated much traffic. So I I look at different networks and go, is this generating much traffic for me? Um, Is it generating much sharing? Uh, I use Instagram and Pinterest and Instagram's pretty cool, but I'm not a visual blogger so much, so I don't play too much by the visual. And there's some new ones that I've registered for, but haven't played with yet which are Blab and Periscope, which I think have got some great potential but, uh, and, and work well. Video streaming is a big one. But I, for me, I'm, I'm concentrating much more at the sharp end of the funnel now with building my email list and also optimizing my digital marketing automation platform. And I use Infusionsoft for that. So it's, I just don't want to be distracted by all the shiny new toys of social media. It's, it's very much now about uh, converting that attention and 
engagement into leads and sales. Okay, well, let's let's take our conversation there. And I like the way you put that, the sharp end of the funnel. Um, so we're, you're generating a ton of traffic. Talk to me about your thoughts on opt-in pages, irresistible offers, what a start out blogger needs to know and do to get more emails on their list. Uh, so the first thing you should do is you need to create some premium type of content, whether it's an ebook or even a one-page PDF that you can give away for free when people visit your page. And the way to do that is to do something like a pop-up on entry. And a lot of people say, oh, gee, pop-up and entries, they're annoying, you know, but they work. That's your favorite, huh? That's your yeah. favorite way. Yeah, that's right. So you can have a banner at the top right, which is just a passive, you know, top of right banner ad, you know, here's my free ebook download. But your pop-up is your most effective way of doing that. And I do a pop-up on entry and a pop-up on exit. And those haven't looked at the latest numbers, but I think those two combined bring about 80% of all my opt-ins for email. So So if you're a blogger, you need to be doing this from day one. So yeah, write a short ebook, get it sent off to a designer, an e-lancer or a freelancer, get them to actually do the design for you, get a PDF and make sure you've got an email system and part that allows you to get that done for you. So you from day one, you should be building your email list. That's it. So and I use Infusionsoft to do that. I was using Aweber before, but Infusionsoft, even though it's a bit of a monster to learn and I decided to get a partner to do that for me, that piece for me, uh, the complicated stuff. So that means you can hit the ground running. You've got someone who knows what they're doing and I found a great Infusionsoft uh, partner that helps me do the campaigns and uh, tagging and really helped me build that email list. That's awesome. So what plugin do you use to do all your email capture? Do you use a plugin or is it custom? Uh, there's one as a custom. The other one is, I think, uh, the other one is Sumo Me. Very nice. Um, and Optin Monsters, the other one. But there's a bunch of them out there. So, uh, yeah, Sumo I'm Me. I'm guessing and you don't care as long as you're doing it, right? That's right. Just, yeah, don't agonize over which one is just awesome. Those two I mentioned are, uh, are good ones. Yeah, you could, you could just use those two and you'd be pretty cool. Awesome. So before I let you go, because we're coming down on, I only, you know, going to steal 30 minutes of your time. Do you have any email marketing tips, tricks and secrets you're going to share with us? Uh, well, I've sort of mentioned the most important one, which is basically do it from day one and do a pop up on entry. Uh, there are some other ones such as content upgrades you can do as well. In other words, someone's visiting a page and down that page, if they want to receive a premium type of content, such as another PDF, you can do a premium uh, content upgrade. In other words, people to get that have to give their email address. That's not bad. You have to do that for every page though, so it starts to get complicated. But mm-hmm. yeah, opt-in on entry, you've just got to do something like that. Um, the I do know Sumo Me run one that's very efficient called um, Landing Pad or something. So, so that I don't use that one myself, but I have heard that it works very effectively. But the reality is from day one as a blogger, if you're going to build an online business, the money is indeed in the list. And a lot of bloggers get lost in social and I would advise people not to get don't waste all their time on social. You need to be working what I call a multi-channel policy uh, strategy. You know, you need to make sure that, yeah, because the reality is, is if pe- a lot of people just put all their eggs in the Facebook basket and they, when Facebook reduced its organic reach, some people lost 90% of their traffic. Yeah. So you just got to be careful that you're not relying upon one social media channel as your primary traffic source. You really need to be uh, multi-channel oriented. So the three magic ways, uh, three best ways to do that are social, okay, use Twitter and that's what's worked well for me and, and learn to use Twitter well. I'm about to 
middle of developing a Twitter traffic machine course, so keep your eyes peeled out for that. Then the other one, apart from social, is email. And what's great about email is, and I use a definition about the importance of email. Number one, you need to, there's three ways to get traffic. One, you either pay for it, Facebook, Google Ads. Number two, you earn it. So that's building social media tribes um, on Twitter, for example. That takes time to build that those followers. That's earning attention. And you also can earn authority from search engines. That the goal of both paid and earned traffic is to get them to your site and turn them into own traffic. That's your email list because you can generate traffic with your email list whenever you want, not based upon someone's algorithms as they change their tactics, such as Facebook and so on. So really important to understand that you've got to do a multi-channel marketing approach that reduces your risk should the game and the rules change on the different sites across the web. Well, I think you about summed it up there. If you guys need to know how to internet market, just listen to the last piece of conversation Jeff and I just had. So Jeff, before I let you go, can you tell people how to connect with you and any anything else you want us to know about you before we go? Um, yeah, you can just uh, drop in and see me at Twitter, which is just uh, Jeff Bullis. And uh, thank you for um, dropping by. Pretty simple. Pretty simple. Thank you so much, Jeff. I really appreciate it. Until next time, I'm One Click Lindsay with TrafficAndLeads.com, where the solution to your slow growth is just one click away. You've been listening to the Traffic and Leads podcast, featuring online marketing expert One Click Lindsay. Tune in each week to experience Lindsay's unique gift for helping entrepreneurs and small business owners accelerate the growth of their business by strategically getting them more traffic and powerful leads. To make sure you don't miss a single business building show, subscribe to this podcast at iTunes and OneClickLindsay.com. If you know someone who would benefit from more traffic and leads, please tell them about the Traffic and Leads podcast. And finally, to learn more about working with Lindsay and her dedicated team of marketing experts, please visit OneClickLindsay.com. Now go and implement what you've learned, and we'll see you next week for another episode of the Traffic and Leads podcast. And remember, the solution to your slow growth is just one click away.